Hey y'all. Oh my God. I did not expect to be gone this long without posting a podcast, but listen, the holidays happened like I've been super super busy like between the holidays and getting things ready and I went home for the holidays and saw my dad's side of the family which was cool and I just really like been trying to enjoy the time you know that I have um but I'm excited and we are back um and y'all we're going into a new year we're going into a new year and I'm coming to y'all. So like with my podcast, y'all, sometimes like I'll write down notes so I won't forget stuff to say. But a lot of this t- stuff is like off the top of my head because y'all are my homegirls and my homeboys. The fuck? So we just gone kiki key, right? And ain't no notes with no kiki key. So um, I just really like. I feel like 2020 has been rough on us all and like it just has like I can't even begin to explain how happy I am for a new year and it's like you know every year for the past like two years I've been doing vision boards preparing for the year like I did it for 2020 you know and I'm always about like yeah don't wait for the new year for a resolution start now or start on Monday or start next week don't wait for a whole new year a whole new month you want to start a new habit start right now but I can't lie like I am really happy for 2020 to kind of be over with (laughs) um because it's just been rough like but don't get me wrong like 2020 hasn't all been bad um I can speak like from my personal experience um the start of 2020 well I started the year in 2020 with some people that didn't make it and then the year and it's no hard feelings none of that I wish everyone the best but I just don't fuck with you but I wish everyone the best you know what I'm saying it's no I'm not going into 2020 with ill feelings towards people that I had to separate myself from that's number one that's facts um <laughs> 2020 um was difficult for me for several reasons and you know I'm trying to reflect on it and things like that and I'm pretty sure tomorrow I'm gonna cry (laughs) when the new year comes because it hasn't always been easy this year like 2020 um I keep saying 2020 this year um from someone that I felt like was going to be around forever they did me dirty in one of the worst ways and that took like I talked in the first podcast and y'all are hearing me say it a lot I'm an Aquarius but I feel like a lot of people sleep on Aquarius like who's big like most people talk about 
uh, Leo, Sagittarius, Scorpios, Gemini, you know, most people talk about them. They don't talk about Aquarius or Cancer, you know, but I'm an Aquarius, so I don't open up easily. Um, like I told y'all before, it, it took a million and one. I had a million and one excuses why I should start this podcast. Like, that's another thing I dealt with this year. I was like, man, don't nobody want to hear my country at top. Or, man, like, I don't have the following. Like, nobody's going to care, you know. Or, I don't have the equipment. Or, you know, I'm a mother. I should keep it quiet and not speak my mind because I shouldn't be out here cussing and stuff like that because I'm a mother, right? But at the end of the day, I'm my own person, you know, and we're here. And... You know, basketball was saying 2020, I felt like basically someone did me dirty in the worst way. And I'm an Aquarius, so we don't open up easily. But when we do, you know, we're all for it. We're all in. And um, whenever we get hurt, that makes us not want to trust again. So I got hurt in the worst way. And I just felt like, you know what? That's it. <laughs> it's just going to be me by myself. You know, I can have like boyfriends here and there, but I ain't going to take nobody serious. It's just going to be me and my son. Um, you know, I was like out of it, y'all. And when I say my ass was out of it, I was out of it for like a couple of months. Like not even a couple, like four or five months. I just could not focus. And it started affecting my job and um me just being able to cope you know what I'm saying and I probably started relying on things that weren't healthy for me to cope I'm not talking about drugs or anything but you know like I would sleep most of the day I wouldn't you know I would take care of my son go to work that was it I wouldn't do get no fresh air for me I would just do for him strictly and if you're a parent, you know that it's important to take care of you because if you're not good, your mental health ain't good, it's not going to be a good environment for your child. And I didn't grow up with healthy parental, I didn't grow up with healthy, I didn't, I would say I didn't grow up with parents that showed me how to let out my emotions in a healthy way how to I didn't really grow up in a healthy environment it's a difference like you can have things that you want but that doesn't mean the environment's healthy you know you can have food on the table every day but that doesn't mean it's healthy and how I grew up was like okay well you got the necessities Alexis so you should be happy you know fuck no that's not it but you know it took for me to be an adult for me to realize that shit um, so, you know, that kind of tied into what I went through with that person and it was just rough. Um, but I had to, I think about my son all the time when it comes to everything, like the reason why I'm commissioning, why I'm going back to school, why I'm staying, doing this thing and stuff is for me. Yes. But for him too. Because he deserves the things that I didn't get. And it's not even, we're not even talking about materialistic stuff. We're talking about the emotional support, the emotional things, healthy environment. 
Like, I left my son's dad because the environment wasn't healthy. My son was like months old when I realized this ain't it, you know. And yeah, like the odds were stacked against me. You know, I would be seen as a single mom, a single black mom, dad. It would be harder for me to do my job, you know. But, nah, like... I chose then, like, I know what type of parent that I want to be. So, you know, that's just what it is. And um, I thought that's what I was building, a healthy environment. But with that person, it started not to get healthy. And it started to get very, very, very much toxic. And, you know, I was, when... I let that go. I struggled between what should have been. And I think that's, you know, something that I have to work on as well. Because sometimes I could, we, we all can be stuck on what could have been. You know what I'm saying? But like I said before, like, sis, if he's dusty, he just dusty. That's just what it is. His ass just dusty. He ain't going to change. So, you know, I dealt with that. And, um... It changed me this year, but I think it changed me for the better. Um, I ain't going to sit here and say this person or these people were regrets or I should have never done that because going through the situations that I went through this year have showed me, have helped me grow in ways I probably would not have grown. And I wasn't totally confident like I am now than I was at the beginning of this year. But it's for me to kind of hit that rock bottom, you know, and be faced with my shit too. Like the shit that ain't all right with me, stuff that I have to change for me to get better and be better and be more confident in myself and just love myself for who I am. Um, Like, you know, most people can tell or whatever, but you know, everybody is self-conscious. And I used to, in the, in the beginning of this year, starting, especially in the beginning of quarantine, was when all this shit started just happening. Like, I was not happy with my body. I thought I was the biggest person on the world. I didn't like my curves. I didn't like my hips, my boobs, my butt, thighs. You know, I'm a thick girl, but I was working so hard and looking at people that are so skinny and I just became, you know, with dealing with that person and separating from them and just being unhappy with myself. Like, I grew really unhappy with myself. I would wear sweats every day. It took my best friend, Siobhan. Shout out to Siobhan. <laughs> but it took my best friend to be like, girl, you are too pretty. Like, you need to get yourself up. Like, you need to start doing things for you again. Yes, you're a mother, but you're a person too, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that was difficult for me. Um, I also had, like, I think this year was just a revealing year where I just, God forced me to evolve. He probably saw that, you know, 2019, I was having fun, but I was kind of being stagnant. You know, I still had some ways about me that weren't right. And what a lot of people have to understand, too, is, like, you can attract and manifest 
things and people that you need in your life that's healthy people you know and how I was moving and stuff no wonder I was you know attracting people that wasn't ish you know people that were always dependent on other people and you know me I'm an empath like we said before so I want to heal people I want to help people you know and then like I said before in the first episode that's my profession you know I help people I heal people you know so it was difficult um but once I just had to buckle down it's crazy because I did a vision board in the beginning of the year with that person and near like the middle of this year like August July I was like I'm gonna do another vision board because I lost the vision in the things that I wanted to do and it wasn't saying this year was trash this year wasn't over I was like nah you know I'ma do another one and we're gonna start over you know it's not over you can always change. It's never over. So, yeah, I dealt with that. Two, then, I think 2020 has been hard for a lot of us. A lot of my people of color from the shit. Okay, y'all, I'm back. Um, that was my friend, but we're going to talk about him later. But I'm still trying to figure out like how to mash these segments, like these videos together. Usually I record straight through and, you know, but y'all just bear with me. <laughs> so, like I said, what was I talking about? I was talking about vision boards, right? Vision boards, start over the vision board, stuff like that. Um, that's kind like that's. That was the beginning of the year, and then I was like, you know what? We're going to switch up the gear. Right. Okay, I remember what I was saying. So, I got baby brain. So, um, for us color people, people of color, this has been a really rough year for us. I ain't even going to count. Like, first of all, let's be clear. Let's put it out there. Like racial injustice and the racial stuff that is going on in the world, not even just this country. It's been going on forever. Let's not get confused. It's just starting to get, you know, now it's on the news. We got social media. We videotape everything. It's somebody always with a camera around. You know what I'm saying? So, because it's so easy access. Our phones. We can get on the internet like that. Post something on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook like that. You know, but don't get it confused. Things This has been going on for years. You know what I'm saying? I know me personally, my grandmother, her father was a slave until he was nine years old. And that always hits hard for me. You know, for her to tell me that, you know, her schools weren't integrated until she was in the fourth grade. You know, it it hits close to home to show that slavery and stuff like that, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. And it didn't stop when the slaves were free. As y'all can see, people are still getting hung. People are still getting shot in the street by police that are supposed to protect everybody. People are still getting racially profiled from police that are still supposed to protect everybody. In broad daylight, getting maced, tased, shot at. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, this year was hard because we had to see a lot of that stuff. And it was hard on me because a lot of people that I thought that were my friends, that weren't people of color, they just turned the eye to it. And I'm that's not me saying, like, you should go on the front lines with us and protest. You know, you don't have to wear a shirt that says Black Lives Matter. But a lot of people, it was a hard reality just saw me as like that token black girl like yeah we cool and everything we could kiki we could talk we could do this but when it comes to serious stuff like what's going on with you guys i'm out i'm done it was hard seeing people that you know i was cool with you know i went to high school with when everything started happening it was hard seeing those people Back the police up that shot Breonna Taylor. Back the police up, you know, that killed George Floyd and so on. It was so hard to see that. And all I could think about was this little boy that I'm raising. Because he's so innocent right now. He doesn't know. A person is a person to him. He just knows that he's brown. You know, but it's so sad that I'm raising him in a country that's going to racially profile him just because of the color of his skin and how he look. That's it. They see him from afar. They already feel like he's a certain person. That's what hurts me the most, y'all. I'm hurt too, but I'm more hurt for him, for the child that I'm raising. And it's scary as shit. It's so scary. It is so scary. And all I can do is do the best and be the best mommy that I can be for him. But that shit is fucking scary. And I think that drove my anxiety to fucking 100 on top of what I was dealing with. On top of the quarantine mess and adjusting, having to be home a lot, you know, cabin fever. And then you smack this in our face. And it's hard, man. It's so hard. It's hard going to work and having to act like it's not going on. It's hard. And it's like, where do you find the in-between line of saying, you know, this is what I stand for. You know what I'm saying? But... Keeping it classy. Keeping it cordial. Where's the thin line between that? That's what I, I, I want to ask people that are so mad about the riots and stuff. What I want to ask is, where's where's the thin line? How long do you expect us to be civil? Where I don't think there's a medium right there. I don't. And... This isn't even a racist remark, but at the end of the day, when I take this uniform off, I'm black. I'm a black woman. And, you know, speaking of the uniform, you know, I do get treated better, differently 
when I'm in uniform than when I'm just regular, like in sweats. You know, when I'm in uniform, oh, it's high, yes, ma'am, this, that, and third. You know, when I'm in regular clothes and I'm in the store, I get eyes. We Sometimes we get followed, you know. Like, that's real shit. Like, it's not just on the news. That happens to us every day. And it's hard, you know, it's hard not being aggressive about racial shit and racial injustice because we live it every day. And whether you believe it or not, we get racially profiled every day, sometimes without even noticing it. And we don't deserve that. We don't. And that's another thing <laughs> that made me be like, oh, I'm ready for 2021 because this, I just want a fresh new start. <laughs> you know, because 2021 is stamped with this stuff. COVID. All this racial stuff is stamped with that. Um, but then, too, we're talking about the bright side. This isn't all negative. Like, with the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that, I think all of us had a better, like, you know, I was always proud to be black. I was always proud of myself. Like, I got a bell pepper nose, you know, big lips, big forehead, all of that. But I love me. And I feel like seeing our people out there and seeing how we all just bonded through that, it made me even love me more. And that was a confidence booster for me. Because you see that we are loved. Like, they may not love us, but we love us. And that's all that matters. And it's a saying by my homie, Lil Baby. And Lil Baby says, I'm with my people, whether they're right or they're wrong. And that's the truth. And I'm going to just leave it at that. That's what I stand for. That's what I stand by. So, we had that in 2020, right? But, um, 2020, I feel like, is was also filled with a whole bunch of blessings, too. Like, I got to do different things in my career. Um, for a lot of people that don't know, I'm in the military. I'm a surgical technologist in the military. And I've got to do different things that I haven't had to do in my military career. I re-enlisted for another four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy, but I love it. Um, I would not have re-enlisted if I didn't feel sane. Like, if I felt like my sanity was gone, I would be gone. <laughs> you know. But I'm good. Like, I like it. Um, and honestly, I'm in a place now where all that bullshit happened, right? But I'm in a place now where I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in a while. And when I say while, I mean years. Like, the last time I remember being this happy was when I found out I was pregnant with my son. <laughs> and I gave birth to my son. You know, I'm happy. And when I'm happy, I can tell my son is happy. Like, he's having the time of his life. That's not saying that we rich, we got everything, you know, but life right now is good. So, um, 
yeah, life is good. And I just want to, for 2020, oh, excuse me. Oh, God, devil no. For 2021, <laughs> um, honestly, all I want to do is continue to be happy, continue to be in a good space. Um, I'm going to continue to manifest the things that I want. I'm going to continue to mentally create the environment that I need, that my son needs, continue to be the best mother that I can be for him. Um, continue to further myself, further my education, because people can take what they want, but they can't take your education away from you. And I'm excited for what 2021 has to bring. I think a lot of people is nervous, like I'm pussyfooting a little bit because I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm excited. And I want all of y'all to put y'all best foot forward. Do a vision board. Like, when I do my vision, everybody's different. Like, I do my vision board on, like, a plain cardboard paper, and I write down the things that I want because I ain't really crafty like that, so I ain't finna cut up the magazine, girl. <laughs> but I'm going to write down what I want, you know, in glitter or whatever. And if you don't want to do a vision board, write it down. I'm a big, big, I'm a huge advocate. Like, everything that I've written down that I wanted to do, I manifested it. It may not have come right away, but it came. Because when you write something down, it sticks with you. That's like writing a cement. It hardens and it sticks with you. So, it's hard. Like, I got anxiety about this year coming up. I'm not even going to cap to you. But I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm excited for what this year is going to bring. And... I hope y'all excited too because I need y'all to go through this next year with me because I'm nervous a little bit, but it's all going to be good. And last thing I want to put, I got so much good feedback on my first podcast. I was brought to tears. Like from y'all DMing me, people saying that y'all want me to keep going. People saying how I helped y'all, you know, people saying how I've inspired y'all. I'm just a girl from Atlanta, Georgia, from DeKalb County. That's it. And, like, I don't know. (laughs) It's so surreal. Every time I get to talk about God or spiritual things, I get goosebumps, like, just now. But I just feel like that's my calling, to talk to other people and to share my story and say the things some people can't say to help others I really feel like that's what I'm put on this earth to do is to help others um and it's genuine like I like doing this podcasting like it's not forced I'm not in it for the money I like doing it it's a form of therapy for me and me getting you know hearing y'all say how I help y'all like that shit does does stuff to me in a good way so yeah <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy this podcast And though we're coming in 2020 Swinging Full throttle And I hope y'all had a really good Christmas I hope y'all Christmas is good And I hope y'all have a good new year And I will talk to y'all In the new year Bye